The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on ninety seven five Glory FM. And we are live with the nest in Flyer Branch in a battle of birds this evening in Region Eight Quinte. It's Flyer Branch versus East Side of Covington, and hi everyone, along with Joe Gailey. And producer Nathan Laddy, Mike Warner with you here courtside from the nest at Flyer Branch as we get ready for this matchup. First time Joe Dom has a chance to see this team in person this close in about eight weeks. We had the first game of the regular season here mm-hmm. for Flyer Branch. We did see them play in the Lanierland tournament, but it's going to be interesting to see now that you're in region play, buddy, down the home stretch here the last four weeks of the season. How are you going to be doing? Well, Coach Newton's team, they're 6-7 and seven and 0-3 and in the region. It's, a big, it's almost a must-win for them right now. East side, they're 8-5 and five and 3-1 and one in the region. So I think it's a, a really big game, more so for the Lady Falcons than the Lady Eagles tonight. No doubt about losing the game back on Tuesday to start the new year, losing to Wanda Barrett. You really hate to start off with a loss. Yep. Start January. Yeah, you do. I mean, you've already played. I mean, as big as their region is, I had to play a couple back in December. But, uh, you know, they, they've got some, some tough games here the rest of this season into, into early February. And that's why I say this. you got to defend your home court, as we often say. And this is a big game for them tonight. They've got to defend this uh, their court against the Lady Eagles. Gladys King's team, like I say, are 8-5. and five. They've uh, they've beat some, some teams along the way. They had about a five-game win streak there before Christmas. And uh, they beat Jefferson the other night. And they've um, they've got a pretty good little ball club. Just looking at it, they've got you know three girls averaging over 10 points a game. They've got a, a couple of girls averaging over 10 rebounds a game. So they're uh, they're pretty they're pretty talented inside. And and you know as we're talking about it, I've yet to see them with the Flyer Branch Lady Falcons are warming up, but the Lady Eagles aren't even on the court. I think that some of them just arrived. So I don't I hope they don't move the, the clock back, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They are coached by Gladys. Not we give Gladys King. I should say Gladys <laughs> King. The Head coach, yeah, Glass, you know, Glass King, the head coach of the Lady Eagles at Covington and uh, down in Newton County. And it is a, a tough ride on oh, a yeah. Friday to do a special get from there to here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with, with even even as New Year's traffic uh, is kind of winding down, you still got Friday afternoon traffic uh, with people going back to work and everything. And unless you can leave early enough, traffic is going to be horrible. Uh, it, regardless of where you are around this area. About the only time it's not bad is when you're on a four-lane up in the mountains, like on 515. <laughs> the best way to get from there to here is basically you, you got to go the back roads through yep. Walton County there from Oxford over to Monroe, and then the, the back ways the winder over here. Yep. And still it's going to take you a while on Friday afternoon. Exactly. It'll still take you a while. And you can't ever tell uh, the way school buses run nowadays. They might be out there at 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. You might get by the school bus in there, too. So it kind of... Uh, uh, puts a damper on some of that stuff trying to get places, that's for sure. Well, the girls from Flying Branch, they finished sixth in the Lanierland tournament as they lost their consolation game to the girls from Cherokee Bluff back on Friday the 29th there at Johnson. They lost that game to Wanda Brown this past Tuesday to start the new year. This one, they got two road games next week. Tough ones. They go down to Loganville on Tuesday. Then they go to Heritage to take on Con- uh, the uh, Heritage of Conyers team 
coming up on Friday a week from tonight. So right, that's why this one right here is very important. Joe. Yeah, it is. So, you know, the, the Loganville game will be an extremely tough one down there. Heritage, I think they can play with. Heritage is not that strong this mm -hmm. year. They've won a couple of games, but they're not overwhelmingly strong. Um, they have been in the past, but, uh, you know, and, and this uh, the, the east side team beat Heritage pretty convincingly back in December. So, that being said, I, I think that they can win split next week, but if they got to win tonight to to give them a, a, a jump start, if you will, into the um, season, the, the, the second season uh, of uh, region con uh, competition. You know, I was talking with our producer, Nathan Laddie, who attends Cherokee Bluff High School as a senior, and I was telling him earlier today, I said, you really look at it, Joe. Ever since they won those four straight Lanier lands, prior to Cherokee Bluff in the split, really hurt the girls' basketball program here at Flyer Branch. Yeah, it, 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 it took a lot away from them. I know that they, they garnered a couple of transfers in. I know that uh, um, Caitlin Cangelosi transferred in from West Hall, mm -hmm. uh, and she's been starting playing well for uh, Coach Newton. And, um, you know, they, they've got – I recognize names, Tamplin, uh, White, uh, Pitchford, Randolph, um, some Goods, some of those girls that played – last year, year before with them, that they've stayed here. But that, that when they did split, Cherokee Bluff has got a fair amount of players. Of course, Cherokee Bluff lost a couple of good players to Lakeview this year, too, transferring yep. in, out of their program into theirs. And with the uh, Lady Falcons playing here in Region 8, Quinte, in their final year, they'll go back down our classification calls to the elimination of the Class 7 8 next year. They'll be in a very tough region next year in girls basketball in 8 Quad A as they'll be in that new region that they'll have as one of their teams in that region. They'll be going up against East Forsyth. They'll be interested in that region. Yeah. And they've got, like, uh, some other schools you'll be interested in watching there in girls' basketball next year. Our boys' game later on, David Hawkins and his boys from Flying Branch, they finished fourth in the Lanierland Tournament and uh, had a very competitive, I thought, Lanierland Tournament. I thought they did, too. You know, they, they played really well on uh, Wednesday and then on Friday in, in North Hall. You know, they, they were winning that game uh, early in the fourth quarter and uh, up by one or two points. North Hall went on a little run of about six or eight points in a row and then held on to that one and won it by six. Um, but I thought they played really well. It was 86 to 80 was the final in that one. And so, uh, you know, I think that their boys are, unfortunately, they're 4-12. and 12, and They've had some tough luck in some games. We saw them early in the year against Dawson County, and they played well early. But then uh, Coach Todd Cockle's team came in and played really well in the late third and in the fourth quarter to win that game. Um, you know, David Hawkins, their team's uh, Jeremiah Ware. Now he's back in football, led by him. And then Landon Miller. Landon Miller's been the three-point guy this year. Brendan Corey, a senior. So seeing what they can do. They're they're also 0-3 in the region, and they're going against the Eastside team that is 2-2. And, and they make it compete with this Eastside team this evening, this battle of birds of this region, because back on Tuesday, Wanda Barra had a big victory, a big lopsided victory over Fire Branch. Yeah, well, and we, I was talking to, to uh, one of the guys there a minute ago, and the, the game on, on – um, the other night against Wanda it was. To, it reminded me of, of my senior year at North Hall when we were in the region with Winder, and we went went up against some really talented athletes and got beat 100 to 55 down at Winder that year. And uh, you know that, that was that was a tough dose to, to take right there for sure. But we got walloped that night for sure. At least our coach finally. I think he finally retired last year. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'll remember his name in a minute. Uh, oh. 
They were the, the, the boat bowling shoes and the flat top haircut. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. Play, it's, it's, it is, yeah, it is uh, play of the it was Bulldog Red. You're all night long, <laughs> yeah. and boy, they could play. No doubt about yeah. that. So uh, we'll go from there looking at this ball game as we count down a tip off. It's a lot of room here. We'd love to see you come out and be yep. with us this evening here on 97.5 Glory FM. East side team is warming up now. They'll be all in black with uh, green numbers trimmed in white. And, of course, the Lady Falcons will be in white with their red and black numbers and everything this year. So everybody's here now. Just to need to get you to join us. Come on down. Tune in to us while you listen, while you're here at the game. Uh, the gym is about maybe a quarter full if you put both sides together. I uh, don't know how many folks from East Side will come up tonight. Might, might be too. And, and this too thing long about too, Joe, them. in this region, there, you know, you talk about the experience. You talk about money that comes in to run the program. Right. This, you know, you look at Heritage or Conyers, for example. You got uh, East Side out of Covington. Don't really travel that well. It's right. difficult to get a, a big gate and a big crowd of coming in the ball sure, game. Sure. Sure. Well. You know, and I, I know GHSA has got their rules as far as numbers, and I'm not I'm not going to slam them about all that. But a lot of times, as you and I talk about it, and with some others, geography's got a lot to play with it in my mind. Because sure. you know, if you took all the Hall County schools and put them in one region uh-huh. right now, I think it would be a very competitive region in basketball, sure. and there would be good games. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily rival on their land, but we'd have some really good games. We had a good crowd Tuesday night. At the North Hall game. Yes, we do. And, and so, you know, if, if you had something like that, that'd be really fun if, they, if that happened. Not, and I know the athletic director's administration would like to see it because that's a, a little bit more funding for the athletic department for sure. Well, what's happened with Fire Branch, you know, they're sort of the odd team out because they're in a higher classification than yep. the other schools in the Hall County School District. Exactly, exactly. And and when they got left, they got left up there when Cherokee Bluff came in because of the numbers that were at Cherokee Bluff. Uh-huh. And... You know, the, the, the thing about going to a new school with my air quotes here, that's why a lot of kids went over to Cherokee Bluff uh, because they were, in, they were in that geographical area where they could. You know, it's a new school. Let's go over there. And uh, I, don't think they, they t- I don't think they took any seniors their first year. So they've been able to build that program also uh, in all sports. But just as a political note, you think if they could redistrict South Hall County the way we'd like to see it and get more of those students of Flying Branch back over to the West Hall District. Right, you right. You can see everybody in the, the same classification, I think. Exactly, and and, and that's a talking point that, that you could take one representative from each each area and then you and I could, could be the, the moderators that day <laughs> and, we, and we'd have eight or nine different opinions even out of that. There's no doubt about it. We could sit there all day and do it and have, have lunch and all that stuff, but we have all kinds of opinions out of that meeting. But when you say students at this school go from all over the area, go, excuse me, where do you live? Where do you go? Exactly. Where, you go to, where to elementary school? Okay. Yeah. You're five brands away. Well, congratulations. That exactly. Kind of thing. Exactly. It's, you know, and, and that's tough. But, you know, you're, as a parent, okay, we're going to live on this road uh-huh. in, in this subdivision. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get a notice from the school system. Okay, you're districted to go to this area over here. And you're like, that's, that's three miles or ten miles further than this one over here. Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense. And so a lot of that, it kind of confuses people. There's no doubt about that. Oh, confuses me is the feeder schools coming in to yeah. Fly Branch. Yeah, exactly. We've talked about that. I know that. Uh, I mean, there's what, Martin? And then there's really, uh, what, what is besides Martin? I can't even think of which one it is. There it is. I know Fly Branch Elementary is the West Hall. So it's like, okay, right. the nearest one, you go from Martin. Spout Springs, Spout Springs. Oh, that's in Cherokee Bluff. Bluff. Yeah. Yes. So so I, like, who knows? I don't yeah. know. If so it's like, okay, right. I know Nathan can tell me during the break here, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay. It's just, uh, here's, they said, well, guess what? I heard, I heard a, a buzzer 
Yep. We got a, we got about a minute and fifteen seconds before tip off. But the point is, though, we we heard a buzzer. Yeah, we compared to the night. Exactly. You like? I, I don't know. I might get used to that foghorn like North Hall had. I don't know. Sam said that they or uh, Jarvis told you they had a problem with their yes. with the regular horn. They had to use the the foghorn the other night. Yes, yeah. you know about that. So, looking forward to this one. We'll say hello to one of my friends, J.D. Miller, whose son plays here at Flying Branch. He's it's under Atlanta. the weather. And he's tuned in to us tonight. Say hello to him and looking forward to a great broadcast again. As I'm telling him, all the Falcon fans, you can hear our broadcast this evening live on 97.5 FM on the radio. Also, we're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app, Simple Radio app, on the Radio Garden app. And, of course, you can go to our website, WGTJRadio.com, and click on the Listen Live link. If you have one of those Amazon Echoes that you may have gotten for Christmas, just say play 97.5 Glory FM. And we'll have the game recorded. And I know as of tomorrow, you'll be able to hear the rebroadcast of this game on our website. Go to the podcast page. You get a chance to see any of our broadcasts. You can get to see, hear that first broadcast of Dawson County and Fly Branch if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those games on our website at WGTJ Radio. The horn's about to sound. Joe and I will stand to our feet. They'll have the playing of the national anthem. Then we'll get back for the playing of that one. The starting lineups and more here from Fly Branch High School. We're back in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, and by 
Siphon Logistics. It's time for the tip-off of Friday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. And back at the desk at Flying Branch, time for the straight lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. First free side, they're all dressed in black, as I mentioned, folks. They got their green with white trim numbers. Starting for them, for Gladys Kings, Lady Eagles, a junior number one, Jalen Williams, a sophomore, number two, Danae Moran, a senior, number four, Khalil Pratt, a junior, number 10, Morgan Sandima, and a sophomore, number 24, Asia Spivey. I'm getting them as they come out tonight for each team, and they're playing a little highlight thing up there on the big screen. Over here to Mike and my right before they announce them. And then we'll, I'll give you the who those are. They'll be in their white with red numbers trimmed in black with Falcons on the front. Each side has each side on the front of their jerseys. Late arriving, Mike, they didn't get here. It's about 11 minutes before game time and we're able to warm up for a little bit. But they didn't put any more time on it. They just let it play. Referees were already out and ready to go. You'll have a junior, number one, Jess Tamplin will be starting. A senior, number three, Jayla Goods will be starting. A senior, number 11, Caitlin Cangiolosi will be starting. Waiting on the last two to come out. Number 12, a senior, Amaya Scott. And a senior, number 23, Denia Randolph. Those are your starters, Tamplin, Goods, Cangelosi, Scott, Randolph for the Lady Falcons, Williams, Moran, Crack, Sandima, and Spivey for the Lady Eagles. Officials were assigned by the Georgia Mountain Official Association. Three-man crew has, has become natural. It has become a thing now. I think it does that for every every uh, association around the country if they've got enough officials. I know our association here, Georgia Mountain, uh, has dropped numbers over the last few years. Just guys retiring like myself. Uh, other guys just opting out. And, and a lot of young guys not getting in um, has hurt them a lot. Denia Randolph will go up against Khalil Crack for each side. Oh, Tampa was named to the all-tournament team, Joe, yes. for Flying Branch's girls' team. She'll handle the basketball a lot. Her and Cangelosi will, along with Jayla Goods here for the Lady Falcons. The toss up in the air, tipped over. It's going to be taken by east side. Number one, Jalen Williams has the basketball. Williams goes inside to Moran. Moran go up for the layup, no good. Rebounded by Sandima. Sandima gets it, no good. And it's rebounded by Cangelosi. Cangelosi will give it off to Goods. Goods will... Dribble it across midcourt, right in the middle of the floor, just underway here from Flair Branch High School. Goes in the corner down to Tamplin. Tamplin on the right wing, back over to Goods. Far corner to Cangelosi for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded. Look at that. That was number one. How about that? Jess Tamplin with the left hand got the rebound, went right back up, and got the stick back. Two nothing lead for the Lady Falcons. Coming the other way, they come up front there to number 10, that's Sandima. She kicks it back outside to 24, Asia Spivey. Spivey goes inside to Miss Sandima. She shot it. Long rebound out to one. Williams, Williams shot it, no good. And then the inside rebound by Moran. Moran gets it. She goes up, no good. They shoot it again. That's four shots in a row. That was number 24, Asia Spivey, that finally got the basket. They got like four shots at that one, though, Mike. They've got to keep them off the boards. Oh, they just need one all they need. Yep, exactly. 
And we've got a foul. Foul's going to be on number two, Danae Moran, her first team first here in the first quarter on Flowery Branch. Lady Falcons basketball under the east side basket down here in front of their bench. Gives it old inbounds pass from Tamplin over to Goods. Goods will bring it up the near side. She tries to go to her to Randolph. Randolph gets it, passes it back out to Tangelosi, out to Goods. Goods left-handed three, short. Oh, bounce it in. Got the good shooter's roll. Rim backboarding in for three. 5-2 lead now for the Lady Falcons. 6.32 in the quarter. Williams for east side. Kicks it outside to Crack. Crack goes inside. Williams got open on the near side for an easy layup as the defense shifted to the all to the right. And Williams was able to get over to a two-pointer. Two goes right here in the middle. Almost stolen away. It is by east side. Kicked over here to Williams. Goes up for two. She knocks it down. 6-5 lead now. It was knocked away by Spivey. And then Williams was able to go up and get two. Got to hang on to the basketball. They go in a hurry. Goods has it coming up the left side. And she's fouled by number four, Khalil Crack. Very simple so far. you got to take care of the basketball and play defense. That's exactly right. Play defense and get on the defensive rebound for sure. Kangelosi inbounds it to Goods. Goods will dribble outside, way up top in between the circles now, looking for a pick. She got it, really didn't need it. Goods on the right side now, or on the yes, right side. She goes over to Amaya Scott. Amaya to Kangelosi. Down to Goods for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded by east side. That's Williams gets the rebound. She'll bring it up herself. Left hand gives it over to number 12, or number 10, Sandema. Sandema goes inside. There's a foul. And foul's going to be on 23, Denia Randolph. The, that was Denae Moran who got it and went to the basket on the far side after the pass and missed the basket but was able to pick up the foul on Denia Randolph. Her first and the team first. She'll, number two, Denae Moran will shoot two. Spins it in her hands. Shot up is long. Hits the back rim. No good. She'll get one more. You and I see a lot of missed free throws this season. Yes, we have. That might be a stat we need to keep up with next year for sure. <laughs> for the season totals. Second free throws up and uses all the rim. It rolls in. Now 7-5, a two-point advantage for each side. Randolph looking to pass it over. She does over to Goods. Goods, they're double-teaming in the backcourt, running a 1-2-2. They get it in the middle to Scott. Scott's going to take it to the basket, goes up. Oh, missed the shot but got fouled. Foul's going to be on number four, Crack, and that's going to be her second. And they'll bring in Jerelix Rivera. You know, I already see it, Joe. Knowing Courtney Newton's background, she played here. And, of course, was an outstanding player of the University of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so I bring that kind of style. You want to play strong defense and play fast if you can. First free throw is good by Scott. Seven, six, you score. Um, Rivera will come in for Crack. Gives up a little bit of height there at the guard position or if you want to probably move somebody else to forward. She's been blessed with some great players, as in Julianne Sutton, for yep, example, for sure. that kind of thing. Second free throw was good. It's all tied again at 7-5-18 in the quarter. Williams goes up front here to Spivey. Spivey and gets knocked out of bounds. Good hands there by Jess Tamplin. She knocks it out of bounds. It'll be East Side's basketball right down at the end of the Flyer Branch bench. Moran will try to throw it in. She does way out front to Williams. 
Williams dribbles here on the left wing, tries to go inside or on the free throw line, kicks it over to Rivera. Rivera has it, kicks it over to Spivey for three, no good. Rebounded by Randolph. Randolph gives it up to Scott. Scott gives it over to Guds. Guds goes up for the layup, no good. And went in a hurry. Guds had a little bit of an opening, but she was contested by Williams, who had a little bit of height on her. They go the other way in a hurry. Spivey has it, throws it out there kind of wildly, retrieved by east side. Williams in the corner to Rivera. Rivera for three. She knocks it down. 9-10-7 now. 4-36 in the quarter. East side with the lead. Randolph gives it over to Goods. Goods in the far corner on the left-hand side. Out to Randolph. Back over here to Scott. Scott in the corner. Gives it to Goods on this side. No good. Rebounded. Nice board on there by Kenji. Or excuse me, by Tamplin. Tamplin got it over to Scott. Scott went up for a shot, missed it. No good rebound going the other direction. They give it off to Rivera. Rivera throws up a wild layup attempt. No good. Flyer Branch will come the other direction. Scott has it. Goes up contested right there. No foul call. And rebound by Spivey. Spivey <coughs> will get it over to Gerlich Rivera. Rivera gives it back over to Williams here at the top of the key. Williams. Goes down inside to Sandema. Sandema with the left hand, rolls it out. No good. Rebound by Denia Randolph. Gives it over here to Jayla Guts. Jayla will dribble it up right here in front of us on the right side. <coughs> Excuse me, Jayla. Gives it over to Amaya Scott. Amaya dribbles on the right wing. Plenty of time on the shot clock and on the game clock. She throws one and got tipped. Jayla gets the, uh, the carom right there. Shoots a two-pointer. No good from the baseline. A hell ball between Guts. Both number ones, Jess Tamplin and Jalen Williams, force the hell ball. You'll have Mackenzie White come in the game for Denia Randolph. And Eric Carter comes in for Denae Moran for East Side. Cherokee, or excuse me, Flyer Branch with a basketball inbounds pass to Amaya Scott. Shot a two-pointer, no good. Rebounded by White for Flyer Branch. Gives it out to Goods. Shot clock at 20. Gives it over to Scott. Scott dribbles over the left side to Kangelosi. Tampin. Tampin to Kangelosi. Over the top over here to White. White to Kangelosi for three. In and out. No good. Rebounded. Tipped around. Kangelosi kicks it out to Gus. Far side. Back over to White. White brings it down the middle of the lanes. Throw up off the rim and good. Score is now 10 to 9 with 250 left here in the first quarter. They come in a hurry to give it over to Carter. Carter. Drives in, goes up with the left hand. She's fouled, but can't get the basket. Excuse me, that was uh, Sandima, Morgan Sandima, the junior. They got it and shot it. We'll have a timeout called, and it will be a 30-second call by Courtney Newton before the free throws. Yeah, my question already, Joe, who is the go-to girl? Other than Tamplin, and, this, and she may be the girl. Exactly. And, you know, I know that uh, Tamplin has shot a couple, but Guts has, has shot a couple three points, three-pointers so far, um, and – you know, Denai, I figured her, she, with her size this year, uh, getting positioned, she would be the, the cleanup girl, if you will, um, to, to go inside to get offensive or defensive rebounds. Um, but uh, Kangelosi has shot a three. She Kangelosi, we saw her a lot with West Hall last year. Two she would ago. go in and out two years ago, going in and out trying to score. And she can score. Um, she's a senior. And just, you know, as, as a go, but I'm like you, the go-to girl, somebody's got to step and be the person. It says, I got it. Y'all get open. You need you know. inside threat and outside mm-hmm. threat. Exactly. So number 10, Morgan Sandema Jr. will be at the line for Coach Gladys King's Lady Eagles. 
Bounces a couple times, spins, bounces one more time. The shot is up and no good. Another one for, uh, 0 for 3 or 1 for 3 right now. Our second shot, second of two, 2.44 remaining here in the first quarter. <clears throat> it's up and rolls around it in the basket. 11-9 your score. Inbounds it from Tamplin into to Scott. Scott lost control of it, stolen by Williams. Williams hands off in there to number 10, Sandema, who gets the layup as she cut towards the basket. That one's knocked out of bounds as they go in, try to get it inbound to Scott. And Williams for Eastside comes up there and knocks it away. Need to bring one more person up to help out. They've got four in the, in the three in the backcourt. Counting the, the inbounds person. They finally get up the far side. Scott over to Cangelosi. Back in this corner to White. White's going to shoot a two. Got it to go. 13-11 now. We'll go the other direction. Williams with the basketball. Gives it over to Spider. They go in a hurry to Sandema, who went up for a shot. No good, and it'll be out of bounds off of east side and be the Lady Falcons basketball. See that substitution for White may have put a spark in for the Lady may have, Falcons. May have. She has two quick baskets. Tamplin looking to get it in. She gets it into Goods. Goods back to Tamplin. Tamplin has the ball on the far side, looking to bring it up. She gets it up to Scott. Denia over to Kangielosi. Top tried to go up top and threw it off the fingertips of McKenzie White. Threw it a little tall for McKenzie that time. It was tipped by an east side player, but then McKenzie fingertips hit it last. So it'll be east side's basketball with 156. They go in a hurry, and we got to travel as number 10, Sandema, tried to corral it, but before she did, she traveled with the basketball. And now Denia Randolph will come back in. She's going to come in for Jayla Goods right here. So Tamplin will throw it in to Scott. Scott. Back over to Cangelosi on the far side. Cangelosi, high pass gets to Scott. Scott brings it up, tries to get over to Randolph, and it's knocked out of bounds off of Morgan Sandema of East Side. 25 seconds on the shot clock, 143 in the quarter, 13 11 your score. East Side with the lead here in the first game. Amaya Scott, top of the key, gives it over to Cangelosi. Caitlin goes on the far side, gives it off to Tamplin. Tamplin shot no good. Rebounded by number 11, Carter. Carter gives it over on this side to Williams. Williams like, oh, nice job. Stolen on the far side by Tamplin. Tamplin, spin move in there. She goes to the basket, goes up, no good. Rebound by Randolph, no good. Rebound by Randolph, goes straight up, Randolph. And she tries to kick it out to White, but it's knocked out of bounds by East Side. Cangelosi will come out and Goods will come into the game. And then uh, Moran will come in for... Asia Spivey. White will be triggering it in. Looking, looking, looking. Finally gets it in to Goods. Goods over to White. Went up for the shot. No good. Rebounded White going after it. She gets it. Gets it over. Oh, nice job to Scott out front. Scott has the basketball. Top of the key. She dribbled, drives into the middle. Tried to do a floater in there. No good. Mackenzie White gets the rebound. Mackenzie gets it out here to Denia. Denia gets it over there to Scott. Scott to Judge. Far, or Tamplin. Far side left-handed shot. No good. Then rebounded by Sandema. Sandema goes in a hurry. Carter has it. She has to pull it back out. Back to Sandema. Sandema at the top of the key to Moran. Moran this side to Williams. Williams, the right-hander, got a screen. Shoots a three. Good. 16-11 with 35 seconds. The shot clock is off. 
They'll come in a, in a hurry, and then they slow it down. Randolph has it in the front. She passes over on the far side to Amaya Scott. Amaya dribbles between the circles now. 21 on the clock. Back over to Jayla Guts, who dribbles it over towards the left wing with 15. Jayla looking for a screen, didn't use it. Came over, a little floater in there, no good. Rebound tipped up by Scott. Rebounding by Eastside. Williams gives it over to Rivera. Rivera comes in a hurry, a floater three, no good. That'll be a quarter, 16-11, Eastside after one. We're back in the second quarter live from Fly Branch. You're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Back here at Flying Branch Game, ready for quarter number two. Joe and Mike with you here on this Friday night, first Friday night of 2024. And glad you're with us here on your radio station for North Georgia Sports 97.5 Glory FM. Eastside will have a basketball first here in the second quarter to take it out of bounds. You'll have Harry Carter passing it in to Morgan Sandema for the Lady Eagles. Get it over to Moran. Moran gives it back over to Spivey, top of the key. They go back in the corner to Williams. Shot is up from three, no good. Rebounded by number three, Jayla Guts. Jayla gives it to deny. Back to Jayla in the backcourt. Jayla will bring it up at 30. Jayla looks over at coach, gets the play. Now she brings it on in. Passes over here to Amaya Scott. Amaya to Kangiolosi, top of the key. Kangiolosi. They're playing a 2-3 zone. They've backed it up now. McKenzie White on the left wing gives it over to Amaya, top of the key. Goes over the top to Denia. Goes in the corner over here to Guts to White. They come out on, on them on the, when they get on the wing for a possible three-point shot. They're collapsing pretty quick over there. Five on the shot clock. Three-point shot. It hits the rim. No good. And that shot was by number five, White. She missed it. Rebounded by Eastside. They come in a hurry. That's going to be Sandema. Sandema takes it in the middle, kicks it back out to Spivey. Spivey over to Rivera. Rivera over in the corner to Sandema. Goes inside to number two, Moran. Shot up, no good. Rebounded by Goods. Goods comes the other way in a hurry. Pass over there, kind of an errant pass. Intercepted by Sandema. Sandema comes in a hurry. Gives it over to number 12, I think. That's with, no, that was number two. Moran, she kicked it over to Spivey, who got the left-handed layup. 18-11 with 6.37. White has it on the left side. Kicks it over and deals it way too high. Right to Coach King, trying to get it to Amaya Scott. And she threw it a little too high. Coach King, right to her. And starting to get away from the Falcons right now, Joe. Yep, yep. Not take care of the basketball. I know you got 35 seconds, but you're having turnovers in, when you're when you're still in the teens and 20s. Uh-huh. You need to take your time on offense. Now come the other direction. Morgan Sandema will bring it up for Eastside. She passes it over to Rivera. 
Rivera comes in the corner to Spivey. Spivey goes inside to a cutting Williams. No good. Rebounding by Caitlin Cangiolosi. Cangiolosi will dribble to the middle. Gets it over to Maya Scott. Waste the defense to get out of the way. Now she'll bring it up. She's at the top of the key. Over to Cangiolosi on the left wing. Inside to Randolph. Randolph back to Cangiolosi. This side to Scott. Scott for three. In and out. No good. Rebounded on the floor. Going to be tied up by Cangiolosi and Rivera. And will be East Side's. I think that's wrong. Clyde Rance. East Side got the ball to start the quarter. Yeah, East Side got, yeah, they got it right. They got it right. They got it right. Yep, they got it right. Because East Side, that's why I was like, that can't be right because East Side got to start with. So. Exactly. Jalen Williams will come back in the game for East Side. She's coming in from Sandema. Sandema's kind of been the quarterback on the squad so far for East Side. Sure is. Giving her a little bit of a break. She played the entire first quarter. All right, so that hell ball shot clock at 25 or 35? 25, 25. Maddie Lumpkin, now her first action. She's going to come in for Ari Carter. Amaya Scott will inbounds it to Randolph. Back to Scott here on the right wing. She goes cross court, real high pass, gets it over to Jess Tamplin. Tamplin to Cangelosi in the corner over there to number 24. That's Katie Roberts. Katie Roberts knocked down a two. Katie didn't see her coming to the game, and she goes in and hits her first basket. Her first action comes in and gets a basket, 18-13. 5.34 in the quarter. Williams at the top of the key for East Side. Tries to go back door, and then they oh, they almost threw it out of bounds. They get it back outside. Spivey gets it. She gets a shot up. No good. Williams gets a rebound. Shot up. No good. It's going to be out of bounds off of East Side, they say, and it'll be Flowery Ranchers basketball. Lady Falcons will have it. Still in the press when they have it out of bounds. They are pressing. They get it up. Cangiolosi has it. Leaves in and out of traffic. Has it in the front court now with 28. Cangiolosi over to Tamplin. Left-handed shot. No good. Back rim. No good. Going to be a foul on Amaya Scott. They're saying she went over to the back. and made contact with Jerilix Rivera. And Amaya's a little bit taller than Jerilix, so I don't know if that was true or not. Either way, Jayla Goods will come back in. She'll come in for Jess Tamplin. Maddie Lumpkin throws it in to Jalen Williams. Jalen will bring it up, goes over to Moran. Moran goes in the quarter to Rivera, back to Moran. Moran dribbles on the right side, back to the top to Williams. Williams, top of the key. She's going to shoot a three with the left hand. Back rim, no good. Tipped out of bounds by east side. It will be Flower Ranch basketball. 446. I know it was the last time around. We've seen so many times that girls want to dribble through a full court press. Yep. He's going to pass, 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 pass. That's the way you try to do it anyway, right? Nicely pass up to Guds from Cangiolosi. Guds has it in the front court. On the left wing, dribbles to the middle of the floor between the circles. She brings it up over to the right side now. Gives it back over to Denia. Back to Guds. Guds dribbles the top. 14 on the shot clock. Cangiolosi has it on the left wing. Gives it over to Katie Roberts. And she tries to go for pass. Knocked away. By 24, Spivey. Asia comes up in a hurry, gives it to Rivera. Rivera for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded by their big girl, Lumpkin, knocked out of her hands. Tipped out there to Williams. They tried to go inside. Pass was too low and came down. And Jess Templin, excuse me, Jayla Goods will bring it up. She gets the interception, brings it up. They throw it. And each side is going to be in the backcourt. And it's going to be a backcourt violation. Yep, they touched it. And because she touched it right near the end line, that's where each side will get it. And you really want to touch it up here when you get it mid-court. But she took it back there in the backcourt. 
All right, you've got uh, Randolph coming back in the game for White. You've got number two, Moran, for east side, got the inbounds pass and went up and did a little baby floater over the top of the rim for the basket. 20 to 13, 335 left here in the second quarter. East side with the lead. Guts over to Amaya Scott. Scott has the basketball. She's going to bring it to the right wing, throws it in the corner to Cangelosi, back to Scott. Scott dribbles to the top of the key to Guds. Guds, as they do the 2-3, she gets open for a three, knocked it down. Big shot right there for Jayla Guds and the Lady Falcons, 2016, 3-12 in the quarter. Rivera to the top to Williams, who will shoot. The left-hander will shoot a three and answered with a three made right there, 23-16. Three minutes exactly here in the second half, second quarter, excuse me. Guts has the basketball, gives it to Amaya. Amaya over to Randolph, a little high for him. It's stolen by Asia Spivey. Spivey has the basketball. She's going to give it over to Williams. She gets it back from Rivera. She shoots another three and knocks it down two in a row, 26-16. So it went from four points to ten points just like that. Snap there, Mike. Comes back in a hurry. He's going to have a timeout call. Third full sack, full timeout called by Flyer Branch. And we're back at one minute live for the branch here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And back there, of course, side of the branch, you know, Joey, no, again, knowing Courtney Newton is okay, girls. You cannot let a girl have a three like that, especially back-to-back. You got Exactly, back-to-back, you got to go. And that first one, she just dribbled over to the – took two dribbles to the right and had a little bit of a screen was able to follow up that second one. She was open. You got to get on her for sure. Flyer branch will inbounds with 17 on the shot clock, or actually 29 on the shot clock. Amaya Scott, top of the key. Amaya comes over this side to White. McKenzie dribbles to the far side, gives it over to Jayla Gudge. They're pressuring out the side really good now. Stolen, knocked away and stolen by Moran for east side. Tried to throw it up high and it got tipped, stolen by McKenzie White. She gives it back to Jayla Gudge. Jayla in the backcourt. Jayla will bring it across midcourt. Gives it over to Amaya Scott. Amaya dribbles to the corner, gives it over to number five, McKenzie White. Excuse me there for a second. She tries to give it to Jayla Gudge and does. After a little bit of a slippage there, gives it off to Amaya for a long three, a little short, and it will go out of bounds off the rim, and it will be East Side's basketball. This defense for East Side, you cannot penetrate well, right now. As we've seen in some two-three zones this year, they're uh-huh. really jumping out. As soon as that pass is made, they're getting over there, and, and, and they're not denying the pass necessarily, but they're getting over and making sure that person that catches the ball on offense has to do something other than just go straight up for a shot. Williams in the, in the front court now. He gives it off to Spivey. Spivey 
Looks to go inside, gives it back to Sandema. Sandema for a shot, no good. Then number 30, Lumpkin gets the basketball. She goes up and it's going to be a hell ball. It will be Eastside's basketball. You have Kanji Losi and Katie Roberts come back in the game. They're going to come in for Guds and White. And right now you notice how effective a zone defense is, especially girls basketball, yep. with a shot clock exactly. compared to one-on-one. Oh, nice reverse dribble as Asia Spivey goes baseline on the left side, comes in and throws up with the right hand for a reverse layup. Really nicely done. 28-16, 122 left in the half. Jess Tamplin on the far side gives it over to Katie Roberts. She almost with it to Denia. Denia off, dribbles in the middle. Wanted to go out to it. Amaya Scott catches it at the elbow, knocks it down. 28-18, one minute and three seconds left here in the quarter. Williams brings it up, passes over to Sandema. Sandema dribbles, and she's going to, she didn't lose it. I thought she started to lose it out of bounds, but it didn't go out all the way. Kanji Alosi goes in a hurry and is thrown, knocked away by East side, and Asia Spivey comes away with it. Asia Spivey goes in a hurry, gives it up to Sandema. Sandema double dribbles the basketball. Got to take advantage of that turnover and yep, score. They need to go down and score right here. Every turnover you get, take your time, go down and score. Kangelosa gives it over to Mai here on the right wing. Right in front of Coach King. Gives it to the top to Roberts. Roberts over on the far side to Kangelosa. Shoots a three off the rim, no good. Rebounded by number two, Duran. Uh, Danae Moran. Moran gives it off to number 10, Sandema. Hits the basket and foul. We'll try to complete the old-fashioned three-point play here. They've had a huge second quarter. Yep. Katie Roberts. Excuse me. You'll have uh, fouls on Katie Roberts. You'll have Jayla Goods, Mackenzie White coming back in for Denia and Amaya. Denia, excuse me, uh, Denia Randolph and Amaya Scott. Little Lady Falcons come out. Number 10, Sandema trying to complete the old-fashioned three-point play, and she does. 31 to 18 is your score. Number three, Rivera comes back in the game for Sandema, and Scott's going to come right back in for Katie Roberts. They'll press full court again, a little one-two-two. It's a zone. They'll get up and double-team as soon as they get the inbounds pass. They do in a corner. Bad place to be. They throw it over to Tamplin. Tamplin gets over to Kanji Losi. Kanji Losi to Randolph. Excuse me, Scott. Scott goes up for the shot. No good. Rebound. And just so happened that number 30, Maddie Lumpkin, was out of bounds when she caught the basketball for east side. So that will go over to the Lady Falcons. Shot clock is off with 11.6 into Amaya. Amaya goes up a little float over the top. No good. Amaya just can't buy one tonight, can she? Sure can't. Now over the top. They tried it. Almost stolen by Tampling out front, but their number one, Jalen Williams, has it. Long shot, no good. 31-18 after the break. Quick first half. All east side right now. We're back with our halftime show in two minutes as you're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. It's halftime here at 97.5 Glory FM. Mike Warford with you here. I have a special guest for you here at halftime. We're talking with David Hawkins, the boys' basketball coach here at Flyer Branch. Good to talk with you, David. Let's talk about this Flyer Branch basketball team coming off of Ireland. Yeah, it's, it's been an exciting couple of weeks um, while everybody was on Christmas break. We didn't get much of a break, but we got a lot of young guys that are starting to get some experience, and, and hopefully that experience of Ireland is going to help them going forward here in the region, second half of the year. Tell me about this region. It's, it's a gauntlet. It's tough every night. There's no nights off for sure. Um, the travel is, is hard. I mean, it's a, everybody's a long trip. And then, obviously, you know, we try to defend our home court. But every night's tough. Every team in our region is really good. Well, you mentioned defending your home court. You have to win these games at home because it is tough in this region to go on the road to win. It is tough. Um, again, I, I contribute a lot of that to the travel. Um, so we, we really talk about trying to defend our home court. And our guys are excited tonight because we finally get to be at home. I think out of 16 games, we've only had three home games this year. Yeah, something. You know, I remember talking with one of the former girls coaches here, Hazel Hall, back in the day. And back then, they were scheduling Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday games. By the time you got to the tournament, you were worn out. And in a sense, you had to really watch how you take care of your body, even with all these road games and the travel you've got in this region, don't you? Absolutely, guys are, you know, we, this time of the year, we just, you know, every game you prep for the opposing team, but you also try to keep your guys as healthy as possible, you know, playing two and three times a week, you're taking ice baths and, you know, resting practices are cut short, you know, try to keep everybody healthy for games and then going into the region tournament. You know, we saw you in the first game of the season here, David, and then we saw you at Lanier Land Tournament. And I really like the progression of this team from what you're doing outside, of course, and then able, able to go inside with this team. Yeah, I think so. Um, we knew coming into the season, graduating 10 seniors and only having two seniors this year, there's a gap there. But the young guys have progressed and grown and accepted some roles that they didn't even know they had until we got into the season a little bit. But 
We are undermanned or undersized, not necessarily undermanned. We've got good guards, but every team we play is big, and, you know, we have to plan for that each night. Well, I love the fact where you had to adjust because one night back in the tournament, Landon Mueller just goes off with a big night hitting the three ball. The next night can't hit one, so you got to have somebody else to come help with, to make up some points. Right. And, you know, basketball's crazy game in the fact that some nights you're off offensively, and that's one of the battles that we've talked about here is you got to defend every night. And for the most part, our games have been low-scoring games, defensive battles, and, you know, when we make shots, you usually win games. But if you show up every night and defend and play hard, then you get, it gives your kids a chance to win. And you really want to see low-scoring games, don't you? I'm sorry? You really want to see low-scoring games, don't you? Absolutely, especially the way we try to defend. Uh -huh. um, so it, it's nice to keep it fairly low-scoring. and. You know, we, we get up tempo sometimes with our guards. Obviously, with Jordan Hayes and Jeremiah Ware, they can get up and down the court. But the more they get up and down the court, the more breaks they need. So. Well, Jeremiah, of course, is named the the, the uh, all-tournament team there at Lanierland, and going from football to basketball, he, he, that's a great asset to have. Oh, absolutely. He's a he's a heck of an athlete, and you know. He was one of the main contributors to the football program and then obviously coming out in basketball. It took him a week or two to get in basketball shape, but he steps right in and does his thing every year. So tell me about the, the matchups down with the east side of that. Uh, matchups will be real similar to, to most teams. They are not as big as some of the other teams in our region, so um, I expect a, a heavy guard play on both sides, uh, very defensive uh, battle. They've played in a lot of low-scoring games. Uh, again, in this region, it's tough. You know, we, we check scores and they check scores, and then we saw teams well, that we thought they were at the top of the region, and then Eastside beats Jefferson last week. Is so. that something? Well, don't you have to, David, from the standpoint, have a high basketball IQ? I know it's tough for these young guys to learn this, but to be able to take good quality shots and, and have a higher percentage of shots, hopefully on offense, and then, like you say, really do the defensive job you want to do. Absolutely. We talked about it today. We chart, we chart and have shot charts and percentages in zones and areas on the court. You know, you're, going, you're not always going to take great shots, but the better shots you take, the, obviously the higher percentage shots you're going to make, and then also it helps you get back on defense and rebounding the ball as well, too. Final thing, tell me about going to the road days. We've got Loganville Tuesday and Heritage next Friday. That's, you know, two tough road trips. Uh, yeah. Every road trip we take is, you know, a long road trip and, and good competition. So, but, again, I, our guys have handled it well, and our record isn't what we want it to be right now. But, like I said earlier, I'm proud of the progression of kids that have never been in varsity games. And when they get ready for February, that's the big thing. Absolutely. You know, you get to that region tournament, you win one or two games, and you're in the state tournament. That's so. all you need. All right. Go ahead and win that, okay? I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. David Hawkins joining us here at halftime. We're back with the second half of two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. After our talk with David Hawkins and George talking with David, as always, Joe. Yep, yep, David. You know, it's fun to see these young guys coaching Mike and, 
you know, of course, David would say, I'm not that young, but I remember David years ago when uh, when he was playing high school sports. Uh-huh. Mark DeFore, one of his assistants, I remember Mark years ago when he was playing ball at Gainesville. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, Tyler Sanders, we've known him a long time. And, uh, you know, and Courtney, of course, played at North Hall years ago. So it's, it's fun to see these folks. Michael Martin is helping uh, Courtney down here as an assistant. Michael from Gainesville. Uh-huh. So I've known him since he was real little, about hey, four years old. As, so. as I was telling David, I remember broadcasting your games back in the I said, how long have you been out of school? He sort of hesitates, uh, 25 years. <laughs> that tells you how, you, how well, old you are. Too, right? It goes by in a hurry, doesn't it? it you know? yep, yep, it does. It does. <laughs> Scoring in the first half for um, Flyer Ranch. You had two points by Katie Roberts, three points by Jayla Guds, four each from Amaya Scott, Mackenzie White, and five for Jess Tamplin. They had two three-pointers and two for two from the free throw line. For east side, they had uh, Danae Moran had three, uh, six each from Spivey and Sandima, three again from Rivera, and the leading scorer for everybody is Jalen Williams. She had 13. She had three threes there in the first half. They had four threes overall with three of five from the charity stop in the first half. I see that they might have to slow down Williams because she's, you know, gets going for sure. Um, also, number uh, 24 for them, Spivey. She's got six, but she handles the ball real well and can get in traffic. They're looking for inside. Flyer Branch will have the basketball to start here the second half. <coughs> Excuse me. Amaya Scott will trigger it in. They're kind of backing up, letting letting them get it in. Amaya, uh, and Caitlin Cangelosi catches inbounds pass, gives it back to Amaya. Amaya, they're going right to left here. Down to our left is their goal here in the second half. Amaya, rig floater up the top. The, Denial Randolph gets it, gets it back out to Tamplin. Left-hander's good. Two-point basket, 31-20 now. Good start for the Lady Falcons. They get it up in a hurry. Does east side tipped away by Goods. Now intercepted by Denial Randolph. Then she throws it right back to number 10, Sandema. Sandema starts over, gives it to Jalen Williams out front. Jalen has the basketball. Throws it over the head of Cutting Williams, and Randolph gets the interception. Comes in the other way, Kanji Losey to Tamplin. Tamplin dribbles towards the baseline, goes in, and she's fouled. And we'll have two shots. Foul's going to be on number 24, Asia Spotty. Can you tell the adjustment already at halftime, Joe? Mm-hmm. A little bit more intention. He takes the basket, which I think is a good move. They need to do that. Uh-huh. Yes, Tamplin will shoot two now. The left-hander first free throws up. Oh, off the rim, no good. They hit those free throws, girls. Yep. Carter. Ari Carter will come in the game for number four, Khalil Crack. Khalil will come out. Second free throw by Templin. Oh, off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Scott, went up. Off balance shot, falling backwards. Missed it, no good. Rebound by east side. They come in a hurry. Sam Bima has it. Comes over here to this side, gives it over to Spivey. Asia looking to go inside, tipped away briefly by Scott, or excuse me, Randolph. And then it's going to be out of bounds off of Amaya Scott and number 11, Ari Carter, will take it out of bounds for the Lady Eagles. Eagles and Falcons tonight. Shot from the corner. Williams, a three-pointer. Wow, she knocked another one down. That's four for her, Mike, on the evening. That was a good shot, Joseph. Yep. About 22 feet out. Spotted up. Caught the inbounds pass and went straight up with it. 34-20. Come in a hurry. Tamplin with the basketball. Wants to bring it back out. Gives it to Randolph. Randolph. Oh, nice pass to Amaya inside. Got the layup. Good. Oh, that's, yeah. That's Amaya Scott's first basket. No. And there's the adjustment. Yep. 
Had her at high post and gave it right back. Should have been walking to the front. Didn't call it. Didn't go in a hurry the other way. Layup no good by east side. The layup was by Spivey. And then foul's going to be on 23, Denia Randolph. The rebound was by their number 11, Carter. She went right back up and got fouled. <clears throat> and just like Coach Hawkins said during halftime, man, you got to play good defense. You yep. cannot let them get offensive and rebound and get second-chance shots. Khalil Crack will come back in the game. She's coming in for the shooter. Uh, Carter will get one more. If she makes it, the sub will come in. If she misses, they'll continue play. 35-22, second one's in and out, tipped out, tipped out. Come down, east side has it. Moran with the basketball. Moran gets it over here to Sandema. Back to the top to Spivey. They're going to try and go inside, and Denia Randolph's going to get the interception. And they cover her up immediately. Denia's having, and she loses control of the basketball. They steal it. I tell you what, that team is really quick. Yeah, she can doubling get up the ball the court by the time they had her in. Yeah. You got a travel right there as she tried to make a move. That was number two, Moran. She tried to make a move and shuffled her feet before she took off. I mean, Joe, they were deceptively quick, weren't they? Yeah. Well, they trapped her down in the corner, and this were, she couldn't find anybody to throw it to, even though she might have been a tad taller. She just could not see. The hands were going back and forth. No foul. Good, clean defense. And get it up to inside the Tamplin. Tamplin outside on the right wing. Oh, and they throw it right there to Guds. Guds over to Kangelosi. Kangelosi back to Scott. Scott between the circles now with 546. Scott tries to go inside. Bounce pass is stolen by Spivey. And he's just Spivey for east side. Dribbles behind the back. Brings it up the floor. Spivey gives it up on the far side to Sandema. Sandema to Williams. Williams gives it up to Moran at the top of the key. Moran on this side to Spivey. Spivey. Dribbles back here. Gives it back over here to Sandame on the right wing. Now she'll dribble back to the top of the key over to Spivey. Spivey's going to dribble inside. A little four-footer bounces around good. 35, 37, 22 now. Did, did you notice how much time left on the shot clock too? that ball went through? Yep. It, went, it went a long way. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to it, but you're right. They were, running, they were in single digits for sure. Ran a lot of offense out front. Kangelosi with the basketball. Over the top to Randolph, back to Kangelosi to Maya. Maya for three, knocked it down. 37-25 now. They've got to have a lot of those. They're getting open now outside, Joe. Yep, yep, taking it to the middle, get somebody open. They go over the far side to Williams. Williams knocked away by Denaya. Good job, Kangelosi over the top to Amaya. Amaya trying to knock it back in. That will not be backcourt. Good job. Kangelosi has it, gives it up to Jess Tamplin. Jess in the corner to Amaya, back to Jess. Jess thought about it. Gives it back over to Amaya. Amaya dribbles towards the middle, pulls it out to Kangelosi. Caitlin shoots a three off the rim, no good, and it'll go out of bounds. Off of, oh, good job by Denia Randolph to jump in there and knock it off of Morgan Sandim of Eastside to retain possession of the basketball. Boy, she didn't give up on it and yep. had an excellent hustle on that play. It did not hit the rim as I thought it did. It just it went down hit there, and so it'll be only 15 on the shot clock. You know, let's see, Carter will come back in the game. She'll come in for Jalen Williams for east side. Flair Ranks gets it in to White. White spots up, shoots a two. She's short, rebounded by Denia. Denia wants to kick it out. She does to Maya from the free throw line. Oh, it bounced out. No good. Rebounded there. Rolls over. Going to have a hell of ball between Carter and Amaya Scott. And it will go over to east side. 
We'll get the new clock now. 4.05 and a quarter, 12-point advantage for each side, 37-25. Sandema brings it up into the front court now. Double team right there by Flower Branch. Across over here to Spivey. Spivey goes inside to Carter. Carter goes up for a layup. No good, but it's knocked out of bounds by Flower Branch. So they'll get it back. East side wheel with 22 on the shot clock. Let's uh, see, 3.52 in the quarter. Moving traffic, Sandema moving everybody out of the way. She wants to go in for a little floater from this side. Missed it, no good. Rebound as it went over the rim by Carter. Carter gives it over to Crock. Crack gets it over to Sandema. Sandema goes back into Crack. Crack thought about, oh, and you have a girl on the far side wide open. She's fouled by Denia. That was Carter got open on the left side, went up, and Denia had to foul her to keep it from going in. That's one of those to keep getting the foul. I might give up the basket because I think that's three on Denia now. Yeah, you do not want her out of the game because of fouls. Exactly. Katie Roberts will come in for her. Free throw is missed. 37-25. You'll have Williams come back in for each side and Katie Roberts come in. Katie Roberts comes in for Denia and Williams comes in for Sandema. Sandema. Williams and Spivey been the three go-to girls for each side tonight. Second free throw, good. Back rim and in. Tamplin throws it into a mine. Now the defense is backing up. At least they can get it across midcourt, see what they can do. In the quarter to Maddie White for three. Maddie over the rim, no good. Rebounded by Jalen Williams. Jalen will sprint it up the left side. Gives it over to Rivera. Rivera thought about a three. Tamplin got on her. Goods got on her. Back made her back it out. Spivey with the basketball. She takes it down. She's going to shoot about a six-footer. No good. Rebounded by Guds. Jayla has it in the backcourt. She wants to bring it up. Pass over the top to Amaya Scott. Amaya midcourt brings it up. Amaya goes out. Wants to throw it inside. Stolen by Khalil Crack. Crack gives it up to Spivey. Spivey goes in for a left, and she's fouled by Jayla Guds. Well, they're having a difficult time getting shots to fall here mm-hmm. in the second half of the third quarter, but Yep. You know, a couple of fouls now you like to have back. Well, this is where you need to take a game. We've got a timeout, and it's going to be a full timeout by Eastside. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute from Fly Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. And back after the timeout with Coach Newton, who called the timeout. She has a 30 to 60 left in the ballgame. And so they're playing better more in the first quarter, Joe. Yeah, they're, they're playing better. They just got to hit some shots right here while each side's gone a little cold. It's 38-25. Set. The free throw is up. No good. And we have one more shot by Asia Spivey. That's, what, three straight they missed? Yep. They were three of five in the first half. 
And second one is up, and it's no good. Long rebound, and Spivey tracks it down. Spivey gets it, that gives it over there to Rivera. Rivera way out front, gives it to Williams. Williams now between the circles. Williams is going to take it, goes down inside. Nice pass, and she gets a layup. She went right down. Khalil Crack caught it. The reverse layup from left side to right side got the layup. 40-25, 15-point advantage, biggest of the night for east side. Tamplin, Jess Tamplin has the top of the key, gives it to Maddie White. McKenzie White, excuse me. Gives it back to Kenzie Losey. Threw it a little hard right through the hands of Tamplin and intercepted by number 11, Ari Carter, who dribbled it off her foot and out of bounds. So a break for Flyer Branch. I think the bad part about it was three straight turnovers on the yep. offensive end for the branch. Maya Scott will come in for Jayla Goods right here. Looking to get it in. Looking, 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 looking. Finally gets it in over to Jess Tamplin on the far side. Jess gets it over here to Mackenzie White. Mackenzie to Amaya Scott. Amaya gives it to Kenji Losey with plenty of time on the shot clock. Jess Tamplin drives down. Right in the middle of Katie Roberts. Katie's two. Goes in. There you go. We're about uh, 10 foot out, right about five feet in front of the free throw line. Gives it in a hurry over here. That's going to be Spivey for a three. No good. Rebounded by Mackenzie White, she gives it over to Amaya. Amaya goes in a hurry. She pulls up, a little floater, but she gets a foul call against east side. Amaya was down and determined to take that one to the rack that time, Mike. She did drew a foul on Jalen Williams of east side, and Amaya will be at the line shooting two. Well, after those three straight turtles, look, they did the last two down, times down court, moving the basketball and getting in the paint. Yep, exactly. First free throw by Amaya is short. And off the rim. And now you'll have Sandima and Moran coming back in. They'll come in for Carter and Rivera. You know, Coach Hawkins at halftime, Joe mentioned shot chart, and they mm-hmm. keep it every game for them. Yep. Look at it. Same thing there. Hey, go ahead and put it inside the paint. Yep, exactly. Second free throw by Myers. Good. 40, 28, 12 point advantage now for the Lady Eagles. Come up the other direction. That's going to be Sandema with the basketball. Goes over the top. Knocked away briefly right there by Katie Roberts, but it's picked up by Moran. Moran deep in the corner. Has to throw it off Kanji Losi's leg without traveling with the basketball. Coach White asking the official a question, and she walks around and grins. So <laughs> whatever it was, she must have agreed with it or thought, uh-oh, I'm just going to go back here and sit down. I don't know. Coach King. <laughs> Coach King, yeah. Goes up here, and that's going to be Moran shot it. No good. Rebounded, tipped out there to Flair Branch. Amaya Scott has it. Looks to get it up in the It's going to be McKenzie White gets it. Tips it over here to Roberts. Roberts for two. Good. Katie, a short one from the baseline. From about eight feet out. Knocks it down. They've cut it to 10, 40 to 30. And give it in a hurry to Crack. Crack brings it in the middle. Comes on to this side to Sandema. Goes in, and we're going to have a foul. I think that one's going to be on Katie Roberts. Let's see. Nope, it's going to be on number 24. Yeah, yep, Katie Roberts is who the foul's on. And Jayla Guz will come in for Amaya. Amaya coming out right now. They'll throw it in on the inside. Williams has the basketball. She'll go towards the basket, kicks it over on the far side to crack. Crack shot of three, no good. Rebounded by Sandema. Sandema with that 25 on. Goes inside to crack. Who cuts to the basket? No good. Rebounded by Katie Roberts. Or excuse me, by McKenzie White. McKenzie gives it to Jayla Gudge. Gudge brings it up the far side. Out to the right wing, down in the corner. Back outside to Kanji Losey. Kanji Losey to White. 
wide on this side. Texas the basket, got it knocked away from her. Foul's going to be on 24. No nope, foul's going to be on number four is what they said. It's a little crack right there. Yeah, get a single digits to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And evidently they say she was going up for a shot because Mackenzie Wild will be at the line to two. Mackenzie's first free throw, good. That's a single digits now, 40-31 with 47 seconds. First time's the early second quarter. Need to knock this one down and then play defense. Mackenzie's second one off the rim, no good. She tries to chase it down. Crack, gets it, gives it off to Sandina. Sandina goes in a hurry with 30 on the shot clock. That's going to be, look at that, number two. Moran just took it all the way coast to coast and got the layup to go. It was contested by Katie Roberts because she's going to get it to go. Tampling over to Kangelosi in the corner to White. White waiting for somebody to cut. Kangelosi in the corner now. Caitlin over the top to Roberts. Roberts off the bat. Oh, she just missed it over the top of the rim. Shot clock's off. We're down at 16. Stolen by Roberts. Roberts is going to give it over to, or White stole it, gave it to Kangelosi. It'll be a hell ball between Kangelosi and Crack, and it will be out of bounds to Lowry Branch. Branch will have it with 11.6. Needs a score right here. If possible, cut it to nine going into the fourth. Kangelosi over to Mack. Mackenzie White. White to Tamplin. Tamplin spots up for three. Got partially blocked. Rebounded, and it'll be out of the end of order, 42-31. Each side with the lead. And we're back in the fourth and final quarter. One minute live from Fly Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. We start the fourth quarter, east side of the lead and the ball. East side will have it out of bounds, far side. 42-31, 11 point advantage. Flair Ranch outscored east side that quarter, 13-11, Mike. They need a few stops and score on those stops for sure. They get it in to Moran, Moran gets it in, and they got a foul. Is it gonna be on Denia? Yep, going to be on Denia. I think that is four. Yep, that's four on Denia. So they'll have to come back with Jayla Goods. Denia will come back in real quick. Denia looks at Coach like, I don't think I did that, Coach. Yeah, that's not why you won't start the quarter at <laughs> yeah. all. Crack will throw it in for east side on the baseline. She slaps the ball and kind of looks like somebody moved. They get it into Williams. Stolen away by Flyer Branch. Over this side to Tamplin. Tamplin will dribble up the left side. The left-hander 
Thought about taking it in the corner. Katie Roberts for three off the rim, no good. They're going to shoot it, come the other way. Crack comes in a hurry. Pass up to Williams for the layup, good. Transition basket, Mike. And that's what you don't need. Don't need that. Tamplin will bring it in a hurry. She gets it over in the front court now. They'll drop back. They're in a 2-3 zone, but they're picking up way outside there on it. Kanji Losey, far corner, tipped away by Khalil Crack. Crack gets it. She steals it, comes the other way in a hurry. Crack, last-minute pass over to Moran. Moran shot it. Crack got the rebound and knocks it down. Now we've got a timeout called by be Courtney. Courtney, and let's see if it's going to be 30 or 40, a 30-second timeout. By Flowery Branch. Right. It's very similar, buddy. The odd even the odd quarters were like the first, you know, third. Yep. Third was like the first, and since they the fourth, exactly. right now starting like the second. Yep. And it's, it's it's tough when you have a little bit of a spurt there, a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. You know, you cut it to nine, and then all of a sudden you're back up to fifteen, and you really. But with Scott out, and you put that two three uh, out there. Exactly. Exactly. You got to really work it out between the circles and get yep. things going underneath because exactly. the inside game of the paint's got to work for the branch. Yep. Because well, that, that will help the three ball later on. No, sure it will. Sure it will. But you're going to run out of time if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And you cannot let them get in that easy transition basket. You play 49 seconds here. And they scored four straight points. They being east side is 46 to 31. 7-11 left here in regulation. It'll be Flatter Branch basketball down on the far baseline to our right. They're going right to left here in this half. And possibly Eastside's final appearance here at the disc. Yep. Does it be going to different regions next year? Same classification, I'm guessing. I, I think it'll be the same classification, but different regions. Up in the front court to White. McKenzie looking for somebody. Those at right too. Jerelix Rivera. Rivera's going to take it all the way down. She's going to go in, but it's going to be an offensive foul on Rivera. She doesn't think she did, but good position by McKenzie White to draw the offensive foul. You know what's interesting, Joe? There's three schools in Newton County, and Newton's the biggest by far. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they have the same problem. Mm-hmm. You get the one big school and then two smaller schools. Flyer Branch gets it up in the front court. Jess Tamplin with the basketball. She's going to take it all the way and throw it up left hand. Go. There you go. Got the layup, kind of a kiss off the backboard. Got it to roll in for. Williams will bring it up for east side. She throws it in the middle to Carter. Far corner to Rivera. Rivera for three. No good. Rebound. Good job by McKenzie White. White gets it over to Tamplin. Tamplin will bring it up the near side. Right in front of us here. She's still in the backcourt. Now she spins. She brings it up. Jess looking for help. She gives it off to Amaya. Amaya Scott being pushed out towards midcourt. Good good job by Amaya. Gives it over to Jayla Guz. Jayla floater in the middle. No good. Rebounded by number 11, Carter for east side. They go in a hurry to Rivera. Rivera's going to have somebody. Kenji Alosi. Comes from behind and swats it out of bounds. There you go. If that last shot had fallen, how big that would have been. That would have been a big one. That would have cut it to 11 if she'd hit it. Now it's 13, 46-33. Williams out front, gives it over to Spivey. Three sides. Spivey left all alone. She beat her girl, and then she misses the layup. Rebounded by Amaya Scott. Amaya looking for somebody to throw it to. Gets over to White. White to, to Jayla Gudge. Gudge up the far side. Jayla slows it down with the right hand now. On the right wing versus Rivera. Gives it over to Kangelosi. Kangelosi dribbles here looking for some help. Gives it over to Guds for three. Short. Rebounded by Tamplin. Tamplin goes up and a foul. Nope. Going to be out of bounds off of east side. And it will be Flower Branch basketball with 23 on the shot clock. He goes to see Tamplin just take it one-on-one. See what might happen. Yep. Kangelosi. 
Cangelosi will throw it in. With 23 on the shot clock, Cangelosi gets it in to White right in the middle. She went up and got fouled. Oh, no, she didn't. They're saying he got knocked away. He went up with his hand. He must have been signaling it was knocked away. Wow. Yep. A layup on the far end by east side is no good. And as it comes down on the rebound, knocked out of bounds by Ari Carter. Yes, she went up for the shot, and the referee's arm went up like a foul, but he must have. Well, definitely some contact, was there? Yeah, there was. That's why I thought I had a foul. <laughs> I didn't hear the whistle, but I guess I need to wait and make sure next time. Sorry about that, folks. Danae Moran will come back in the game. She'll come in for Asia Spivey. Kangelosi will throw it in, gets it over to Guds on the far side. Guds back to Kangelosi to Amaya Scott. Amaya comes over to the side. Nice passing that time to Tamplin. Tamplin kicks it out to, to uh, Katie Roberts and knocked out of bounds by a hustling Danae Moran right there. And they just sprinted over there and knocked it out of bounds in a hurry. Kangelosi will take it out of bounds. Gives it over to Amaya Scott on the inbounds pass. Amaya takes it all the way to the basket. No good on the layup. Rebounded by Carter. Carter gives it over to Williams. Williams will sprint it into the front court. Sandema with the basketball. Gives it over to Rivera for a three. No good. Rebounded by Williams. Three side. Back to Rivera. Rivera another three. She knocked that one down. She got set and knocked that one down. It is now 49-33. 16-point lead. I think that's the largest of the evening it now. Is. Amaya brings it up, gives it back over to Jess, over the top to Kanji Losi, too hard, and off Caitlin's hands out of bounds, and that will be Eastside's basketball as Denaya Randolph and Mackenzie White will come back in the game now for Flower Branch. Eastside will have it in. Sandema dribbles through traffic, gets it over to, to Williams, back over to Rivera. Rivera will kick it over. Oh, good pass as a cutting number 10, Morgan Sandema, cut to the basket. A little lob pass in there. Left-handed layup was good, 51-33, 4.24 in regulation. They go in a hurry to McKenzie White, back outside, intercepted by Rivera, trying to get it to Randolph. Rivera intercepts. Sandema has it. She goes inside to Carter. Carter takes it up strong, gets the layup good. We've been saying the night, it's like you, you miss a shot, they go come down and score. Exactly. Cangelosi in a hurry, gives it over to Tamplin. Tamplin takes it, gives it back to Cangelosi, who will shoot a three. Caitlin's shot is no good. Rebounded by Williams for Eastside. Eastside will go in a hurry. They're up 20 with 346. She takes it all the way in, throws it up a little floater over the front of the rim and good. You've been scored by 11 points here halfway through the quarter. Yep. 55-33. And we're up 11, now it's 22. They go in a hurry. That's Goods the other way. Missed the layup with the left hand. No good. Rebounded by Sandema. Gives it to Williams. Now they give it to Rivera on the far side. Rivera slows it down with 320. Rivera Looks to go back door. She gets her girl. Missed the layup. That shot was by Sandema. And now the ball is on the floor, and they're trying to come in. I think that'll be a backcourt violation. It is as they throw it way back, and Williams tracks it down about uh, 10 feet into the front court. So a backcourt violation on each side. Khalil Crack will come back in, and Maddie Lumpkin will come back in for east side. Um, got number 20. Madison Pitchford comes back in the game along with Denia Randolph for 
the Lady Falcons. Roberts throws it into Amaya Scott. Amaya dribbles, gives it over to Jayla Goods. Jayla throws it in the corner to Pitchford. Pitchford dribbles on the baseline. She dribbles it back out, throws it right over the top, intercepted by Rivera. Rivera, Pitchford tries to get it back. And it was a good hustle by Pittsburgh there to knock it away. And she knocked it out of bounds, and it will still be East Side's basketball. Jess Tamplin will come in for Jayla Goods with 2.50 remaining in the game. Jalen Williams will bring it into the front court for East Side. East Side throws it over the top to Maddie Lumpkin. She has to take it out to track it down, gives it back to Rivera, back to Williams. Williams, left wing. Spots up top of the key. High arching three and knocked it down. What was that, five or six for her tonight? She's knocked down. She was in double digits to, at halftime, and she's obviously probably over 20 at this point. Long pass down to Pitchford. And they give it to Tamplin, who goes in for a lot, short shot. Denial Randolph got the rebound, went up, and got fouled. Foul's going to be on number five. Sophia Howell, I didn't see Sophia go in, so she's first time in the ball game. And then number 25, DeAsia Banks is going to come in after the first free throw. Denia Randolph will be at the line shooting two. First free throw is up. Roll in, no. That was halfway down and rolled out. How does the ball do that? I have to get a, uh, a physicist to tell me that stuff, Mike, and I probably wouldn't understand it when he explained it to me. Spin. Now, how does it go down and then come back out? It's amazing. Second one by Randolph is no good. Rebounded. Howard's rebound. Good hustle right there by Pitchford. She got the rebound. Went over to Scott. Scott tried to throw it to the far side to, to Roberts. Intercepted on the far side by, let's see, that was uh, Asia Banks. She sprinted up in the front court and dribbled it off her knee. Out of bounds. So it will be Flower Branch basketball. Mackenzie White will come in for Denia Randolph. Well, the quarter began badly with that turn, that uh, foul by Scott. Mm-hmm. Hadn't done any better since. Yep. A little 6 0 run in hurry, and then he's got worse from there. They can hit, hit his shot. Yep. That one was tipped. And then, unfortunately, for Flyer Branch, Madison Pittsford tried to go after it, even though it was going to be out of bounds off of East Side. She did tip it, and that's East Side's basketball with 152. 58 33 is your score. 25-point game. Going back over to Rivera. Rivera has the basketball in the left corner. Comes it over here, gives it to Crack. Crack down over here to Howell. Howell, top of the key to Lumpkin. Lumpkin back to Howell. Howell shot a three with the left hand. No good. Rebounded by number 20, Madison Pitchford. Pitchford gives it to Jess Tamplin. Tamplin sprints it into the front court. Gives it over to Pitchford. Pitchford over to Roberts. Roberts pulls up to shoot a jumper. No good. She gets her own rebound, goes up, and gets fouled. Good hustle by Katie Roberts to get her missed shot to go back up there, Michael. And you like to see that still. You know the ball game's out of hand. Go yep. ahead and keep doing it. You like that a lot. Uh, fouls on Khalil Crack, the senior. Katie Roberts will be at the line for two. First free throw by Katie's good. Nothing the net. Number 32, Savannah Griffin will come in for east side. And Kenji Losi will come back in for Mackenzie White. Second free throw by Katie Roberts. Wants to knock it down. 
Good. Not over the throw of the rim and in. 58-35. 1-14 left in the game. They get it in to Howell. Howell gives it over to Rivera. Rivera will dribble up under pressure from Scott. Rivera takes it in the corner, gets it out there to Griffin, who just came in the game, over to Howell. Howell to Rivera. Doing a little weave at the top. Rivera inside the three-point arc. Bank, bank shot from right about 17 feet and knocked it down. 60-35, 49 seconds left in the game. Amaya Scott in the front court gives it over to Pitchford, who shot a two. Oh, didn't go in. Cangelosa gets the rebound, gets it out to Tamplin for three. Tamplin missed it. No good. Amaya Scott. Got the rebound, looking for somebody to throw it to. Finds Tamplin again. Tamplin inside the arc. Knocks the two down. 60-37. 26 seconds left in the game. East side will bring it up. Shot clock is off now. 20 on the clock. Rivera is going to shoot a long three and knocks it down. 63-37. Give it over to Tamplin. Tamplin will bring it up on this side with seven. Tamplin in the corner. Knocked out of bounds. Oh, it's going to be out of bounds off of Tamplin. She just didn't get a good pass over there to Pittsburgh. And White's going to come in for Amaya Scott with 3.6 seconds. They'll kick it in. That'll be the end of your ball game right there. It'll be 63-37 is your final. East side, Lady Eagles with the win. We're back at our halftime show at two minutes live from Flyer Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Back here at Fly Branch High School in South Hall County, Mike Warford, Joe Gilly with you back in our studios in Gainesville. Nathan Laddie producing the game. As always here on Friday nights, our first Friday in January. 
and you saw how this fourth quarter just went east side's way. I think they missed like three shots in that fourth quarter. Had an 11-point lead going into the fourth quarter, ended up winning by 26. So they ended up outscoring the Branch by 15 points there in the fourth quarter. Joe's getting the final totals for us we'll back here in just a moment. Between games here, we'll have our interview from one of our experts at NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. Stay tuned for that. Then we'll get ready for the second half of our doubleheader as David Hawkins, Fly Branch Falcons, will take on Dorian Randolph's East Side Eagles in this region eight-quinte battle. As Coach Hawkins was talking about, every night is a battle here in this region. And you saw and heard how difficult it was for Fly Branch here defending their home court in the first game of this doubleheader as the uh, ladies from Flying Branch remain winless and the boys are trying to break that winless streak in region play by defeating Eastside tonight. Remember he said Eastside defeated Jefferson just the other night. Same thing the girls' side with Eastside defeating Jefferson. And I think what everybody in this region is tough, especially coming in here to the Falcons. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the boys after the girls fall by his final score of 63-37, nearly as far a walk for Joe to get back here with us. So I'm sure, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, you, got, I'm sure you got plenty of wind in it right up, buddy, right? I do. It's not too bad on this one. Man. We've got a couple of steps right there. But uh, final scores for Flyer Branch, uh, Jayla Goods with three, um, five for Mackenzie White, eight for Katie Roberts, ten for Amaya Scott, and 11 for Jess Tamplin. For the Eastside Lady Eagles, they had uh, five from Danae Moran, two from Khalil Crack, four from Eric Carter, eight each from Morgan Sandema and Asia Spivey, 11 from Jerelix Rivera, and Jalen Williams led the way. She had 13 in the first half, 12 in the second half, six three-pointers, and uh, finished with 25 points tonight for the Lady Eagles. And it may have been shot selection, Joe, but I think I had them, like, missing three shots in the fourth quarter, outscoring yeah. Flyer Branch, according to my stats, by 15 points. Yeah, 21-6 to six was the um, – they outscored them there in the fourth quarter. And they got on a roll, of course, to not had that first uh, foul on there within the first 10 seconds. And then all of a sudden, they went on, like, a 6-0, 8-0 run. And after that, they just couldn't slow them down. Every shot that it seemed like that Flyer Branch missed, they got a run out and got down and, and got a score. And that's what will beat you in a hurry. You can get away oh, from yeah. you in that, yeah. that big hurry. It did. And, and like you said there early in the quarter, the first and third uh-huh. uh, quarters for Flyer Ranch were pretty good quarters. They they got outscored five in the first quarter, and then they outscored each side by two in the third. But the second and fourth were awful. They got outscored eight, but then they got outscored in the second by 15 in the fourth. So the, the even number of quarters were tough for Flyer Branch tonight. It's going to be tough to win a game in this region, but what it is right now, you know, because yeah. you go on the road to Loganville, you go on the road to Heritage. Yep. You know, then you come back here against Clark Central in a couple of weeks, and it's like, as David Hawkins was talking about, every game was a grind. Uh, it is. It is. And I think it's that way in every region. Razor regions are set up now, Mike. It seems like every every night is a grind for these teams, you know, and, and swapping out of, out of uh, classifications. Cherokee's hosting the usual one with, with uh, North Oconee tonight. And that's, that's a big one right there with those because North Oconee's yep. teams are both talented. And, uh, you, you play know, it, across regions and stuff. And, and yep. they was talking about here, in this region, there's so many long road trips. Like going to Covenant is a grind. Going, yep. going to Conyers is a grind. Oh, you sure know? it is. Well, you're looking at a two-hour road trip, you know, so that kind of, instead of going an hour across town, 
you got to go two hours and hope traffic doesn't get you backed up. Uh-huh. So it's it's really tough on teams. You know, you're on the school bus or on the charter bus, whichever. Most of the time, it's school bus, and they go to the other, go down to the far end down there in a new environment. Sometimes it might be more. Now, like you mentioned earlier, they don't travel well, and it makes you wonder what kind of fans they have, what kind of fan participation they have at home. I would think a lot. You know, there's three schools in that county, so they're kind of spread out. But uh, yeah, Newton County is a big county, and uh, got a lot of folks in it for sure. Yep, no doubt about that. And don't for basketball that county too, from, from that standpoint. Yep. Coming up next, here on 97.5 Galore FM between games, we'll talk to our expert from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. Then we're back. Get ready for the boys' ball game. It's Flying Branch and Eastside on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. We're back on 97.5 Glory FM talking with one of the doctors from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We're talking with Dr. Brett Meeks, one of the surgeons there. And Dr. Meeks, enjoyed talking with you last time. Tell me about some of the more specific injuries that you see people that walk into your clinic there in Gainesville. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> thanks, Mike. I think um, you know one of the most common injuries I see um, as a sports medicine surgeon <clears throat> is certainly an ACL tear, an ACL rupture. <clears throat> it's one of the most common surgeries I perform is ACL reconstruction, um, and that's very common during you know football and basketball season, but really any cutting and pivoting sport, you know, so including lacrosse, uh, volleyball, soccer. Um, these are very common injuries, and they certainly get a lot of press. Um, you know, whether that's with uh, high school, collegiate, and even professional athletes, but um, typically, you know, we, we see those injuries, and um, the goal is to to have the patient appropriately rehabbed, um, have the swelling down. Um, sometimes we send patients to physical therapy before surgery just to make sure their motion's appropriate, and we like to get those folks in into the uh, operating room within usually three months of the injury, um, but oftentimes much quicker than that. So we like to try to get those folks back to, to competing and getting back to uh, what they love to do as soon as possible. Do we see the different injuries, say, in girls' basketball players and boys' basketball players? So with the twisting, we've seen girls just barely move from left to right, and all of a sudden the knee just goes. Or with a, or the guy, they may be diving for a basketball, for example, and all of a sudden they start grabbing their knee, something like that might happen, or a rebound, they may land wrong, and all of a sudden it seems like the, the knee might pop, that kind of thing. What do you usually see when it comes to that? Yeah, typically, you know, I think, you know, a landing, twisting injury with sort of a – uh, we call it a, a valgus moment to the knee where the knee sort of starts to kind of go in towards the midline with the foot planted. Um, that's a very common mechanism of injury. There are certain um, anatomic factors that can predispose patients to injuries, but I think really just that, that kind of pivoting, twisting injury, whether male or female, it's just kind of that right, that right movement that can uh, tear the, 
tear the ACL. And most um, most athletes will, you know, report that they hear a pop, a loud pop in the knee, followed by immediate pain and swelling. Uh, a lot of times, difficulty bearing weights, and so that's probably the most common um, story that we hear from our athletes. Are there different treatments for maybe a slight tear compared to a, a total tear of one of the ligaments? Yeah, so typically, <clears throat> I would tell you far and away the most common thing we see is a complete ACL rupture. Um, but you know, there are there are scenarios where the the ACL can be partially torn. Um, but then the question becomes, is it functionally competent, right? So a lot of times, if it's you know over two thirds torn, it's really not doing its, its job as far as um, preventing that uh, sort of uh, movement uh, of the um, shin bone towards the front. It can't it kind of can't control the knee like it's supposed to. Um, and so um, in those folks, you know, we basically consider that as a uh, complete ACL tear, even though it's for all intents and purposes over two thirds torn. So that's something that, you know, if, if, if we try to uh, treat that conservatively and they're still having pain and instability, you know, then that's something we um, can evaluate with an arthroscopic procedure, but ultimately usually ends up with an uh, ACL reconstruction during surgery. All right, and you could do the reconstruction arthroscopically, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So the, the arthroscopic part basically means we make, you know, small, minimally invasive poke holes, with, uh, whether it's in the knee or the shoulder, um, and we put a camera into the knee joint or the shoulder joint, and we're able to kind of drive that camera around and, and use instruments through all these different portals, um, and that helps us um, try to be as minimally invasive as possible but still, still be able to do everything we need to do inside the knee or, or the shoulder. And that helps with rehab too, right? That's correct, yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of advancements with the arthroscopic surgery, and, um, you know, a lot of studies uh, basically show with, you know, whatever procedure you're talking about, whether it's um, a rotator cuff or, or, you know, ACL surgery, a lot of times, you know, patients can recover quicker as opposed to a big uh, open procedure with a large incision. So what's the common recovery time for an athlete, and do you let them go back in into their particular sport after so many weeks or months? Yeah, so, you know, just using the most common example of um, an ACL reconstruction, um, recovery time is, it's a long road with an ACL reconstruction. Um, it's a 9 to 12-month uh, uh, recovery time to return to sport. And um, we always give patients that range from 9 to 12 months. Some some patients that are motivated are, are ready to return at 9 months, but some take up to 12. And, and that really depends on how well they rehab with their physical therapist and how quickly uh, they can strengthen their quadriceps muscle and, and do some different testing to, to kind of make sure they're safe to return and they're not predisposing themselves to a you know, subsequent uh, ACL injury. So tell me where your office is located, sir. Yeah, so my office is located in Gainesville uh, in Medical Park 1. Um, I see patients there off of Jesse Jewell. Um, I'm there typically about two days a week in Gainesville. Um, and then I also see patients in Dawsonville um, off of uh, 400. I'm usually in Dawsonville one day a week, and um, my remaining time, I'm in the operating room usually. My thanks to Dr. Rhett. Thanks for joining us here from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We've got much more for you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. 